This is the Whiskey Rebellion podcast with your hosts Publius and Benevolus. Once again, for another week here at uh, 1794 Studios and the Gadsden Press, we're bringing you another episode of the Whiskey Rebellion podcast. As always, I'm your host, Publius, and joining me yet again this week is my co-host, Benevolus. What's going on, everybody? Uh, a lot to get through this week. We have a few new posts up on the Gadsden Press we'll, we'll talk about. Um, talk about conflict in Israel versus, with the Palestinians, the badass Iron Dome. Uh, a typical fuck the elites and yeah we'll go from there um maybe i'll I'll turn it over to benevolence here yeah uh it's wednesday right now we're shooting um tumultuous week in the world not just the united states um i'm succumbed to my kitchen table to shoot this week because we're moving and uh, next week I'll have an actual studio and home for the Gadsden Press, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, Mother Gadsden was our first purchaser of apparel, <clears throat> which is pretty exciting. Turned out pretty well, so I'm excited uh, to really get that get that out there to everybody here soon. Uh, yeah, so Publius had a post last week. We always know best. Um, as As we dive into this, you know, the government... And we've talked about this multiple times. And Publius asked me last week, he said, what the hell should I write about? I said, talk about the menthol cigarettes. I mean, Biden's on crack, straight crack. And he was like, done. He said, done. And I was like, let's let's fucking go. Um, You know, I have this post from CNN and banning menthol, the last allowable flavor. Um and cigarettes and banning all flavors and cigarettes will help save lives, particularly among those disproportionately affected by these deadly products. So what they're saying, and this is the acting FDA commissioner, Dr. Janet Woodcock. What a cunt. Um, let's see what she looks like. Let's see what she looks like while I'm pulling that up. Um, I mean, it's just like we've been talking about, like I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, go look up Dr. Janet Woodcock, and you're going to say, <laughs> you're going to say, yeah, that's what I expected. Um, menthol cigarettes are the number one smoked cigarette in the United States. Um, more than a third of all cigarettes sold in the U.S. in 2018. So if you take into account all different kinds of cigarettes, it's the number one proportional. You know what I mean? Um Compared to, you know, versus lights, you know, marble reds, etc. They're the number one smoked, especially among the black community and especially, and she even says it, um, among the LGBTQ plus. um, I love how she says plus. um, We're addressing health disparities experienced by communities of color, low income populations, um, all of whom are far more likely to use these tobacco products. Okay, let's 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 dive into that for a second. Who cares? Well, no, exactly. It, that's literally it. Who cares? 
but but as I as the title of the post says, we know best. We're from the government, and we know best. Yeah, we know what's best for you. We've talked about this multiple. multiple I feel like we talked about it. I feel like that's a theme of the Gaz and Press. Yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty much fuck the system because the system thinks it knows what's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I could tell how fired up you got um, when I was. <laughs> When I was getting ready to publish it, um, where's can I express how oppressing, asinine, tyrannical of a move this is from the Harris administration um, in an era where there are calls for much less policing and freer laws around marijuana? Kamala, Kamila, I'm so sorry, wants to enforce something so insignificant. They believe menthol cigarettes are the gateway into smoking just any kind of cigarette, e-cigs, marijuana, and they need you to know that's bad. Okay. Marijuana is only illegal in the United States because of one, bootlickers, two, the boomer conservatives, and three, so that way the Democrats can lock up people of color. That's it. That's, yeah. that's, that's your three reasons. And, and you hit it. You know, cops patrol, are, are they going to start looking for menthols? Because you know people are going to start rolling their own. I mean. Right. Why wouldn't it's, Yeah, it's inevitable. So they're going to start rolling menthols, uh, as well as marijuana. You throw every other drug in there. So police are just, we need more police to enforce the law. You know, people forget that the police are under, technically, the executive branch. Mm-hmm. The executive branch, forget the president. The executive branch is everything except your elected officials. When you vote for mayor, governor, president, you're voting on who, who's putting people in power. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic that they voted in a cop and, you know, the guy who wrote the crime bill in the 90s. Um, but anyway, so I digress. You know, life's too short not to smoke. And we already have the war on drugs. And I like how you summed it up by menthols, by guns, by ammo. You know how it goes. Yeah. I I had to pay a little tribute to the chief there. (laughs) Appreciate it. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I just sounded off for fucking five minutes on your shit. So why don't you fill me in? I mean, you you hit the nail on the head, really. Uh, It's just the first thing I thought when I saw they were looking to ban menthol cigarettes it's, it's the fact the fact that they think they know what's best and how they think they can basically as that article said uh help the black or the people of color uh <laughs> and the lgbtq but plus that's just sorry sorry <laughs> it's to me that's just blatant racism it is I'm from the government, I'm white, and I know what's best for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because all of us at the Gadsden currently are white. Mm-hmm. But I don't view that as a bad thing. You know, we're trying to say, no, listen, we're white. We're we're sorry for our race. <laughs> And the majority of our race is trying to oppress you on both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. 
unless you're a libertarian or further right like we are, you're in some way, shape, or form in the belief that, well, you should follow my rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I said a couple weeks ago, what, two weeks ago, that Reagan, I mean, he's at fault for a lot of things Yeah, in this country. And the war of drugs is <laughs> maybe the biggest. Um, the fact that it's it's spilling over into tobacco is mind-boggling. I mean, in in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, you can't buy tobacco products unless you're 21. That's insane. Someone needs to explain that to me. <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, I said in this, could you imagine <laughs> spending time in prison? Because of the distribution of menthol cigarettes. <laughs> Does that not sound like the dumbest thing ever? Oh. Yeah. I mean, even... And I've changed on this over the years, actually. Um, marijuana. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's... In, I know you're further on that spectrum than me <laughs> when it comes to drugs, but... Uh, I mean, being being in prison for distribution of marijuana is ridiculous, and I, I couldn't imagine something like this. Yeah, yeah. I th- think about it. Nobody goes to you. Do you, what, people go to prison for moonshine? Everyone's under this disillusion. Moonshine is illegal because the government can't regulate it. So technically, there's. Hundreds of thousands, probably in the millions of people that have at some point tried to make their own wine in their house, tried to brew their own beer. That's legal. Technically, you can make moonshine for yourself. But if you distribute it, that's when you're in trouble. Well, and I mean, I think we all know the answer. Why? Why is it illegal? Because then the government can't collect taxes. That's it. That's the only fucking reason that it's illegal. Now, that's not the case with marijuana. Uh, it's going to be um, nationally. I think, I think. I mean, probably in the next 10 years, nationally, it'll be legal as it should be. Um, yeah. But it's, it's going to be the same situation where if, if you make it at home for yourself, that's legal. If you sell it, your, your supply, that's illegal. And you can buy it from dispensaries which you can in plenty of places now. Mm-hmm. Um, is that going to happen with tobacco, though? I don't know. I mean, if this is the way it's trending, I, is it, I mean, I don't understand the only menthols thing. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had them before. I think I'd rather have a just a light or something than a menthol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at some point, are they going to ban cigars, cigarillos? You know, I mean, that, that'd be crazy. I mean, those are centuries, millennia old. People have been smoking those. Right. I think they're going to ban them. Well, because of the science. I've got some science for all those motherfuckers. <laughs> 100% of non-smokers die. That is 100% fact. Yes. yes. Yeah, maybe maybe they will ban all cigars too unless they come from Cuba. 
I'll tell you what, the Cuban cigar, there is a difference. There really is a difference. I mean, they just pack them so tight in Cuba. I'd be fine I smuggle some back. When did you go? Last year to Mexico. Oh, man. Okay. Not, not to Cuba. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, makes sense. <laughs> going, circling back to blog posts. Um, I feel like Rex is, is a great follow-up to yours. Um, published earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rex is back on the map. Um, Glad to see it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'll try and get him set up with something and <laughs> maybe have him on here. Oh. Um, you know, he's the one that introduced me to the idea of every drug being legal. Um, I think we were maybe sophomores in high school and we were talking about that. And, you know, I was a rhino bootlegging conservative and at the time. And uh, he said, well, why shouldn't I be able to go home and do cocaine? Like, why should you be able to stop me? And I could not really think of a, my, I remember my answer was, well, because it's bad for you. Well, you know best, right? (laughs) Yeah, I knew best. Look, there's nothing wrong with informing people. Right. It's not, it's, listen, black people aren't going to the gas station, looking at some cigarettes and saying, those are bad for me. I want to try them. Right, exactly. <laughs> nobody, nobody smokes weed. Nobody drinks alcohol, and it's like this might kill me. Like maybe I should think about that. Nobody gives a fuck, as you right. shouldn't. Right. Like live, live it up, smoke it up. Anyways, I don't know, but yeah, he's the one that brought me onto this. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, and now I've gone full blown. Everyone should be able to do heroin. Um, I don't see a problem, but yeah. Rex's post <laughs> under Biden, America is like a maxed out credit card. Um, he he texted me, I think like Friday. He's like, I'm back. You know, when can you get this post up? I was like, hold, hold on. I got to spread these out because I'm not going to be able to write again because I'm moving. Uh, he was pretty excited. Um, it's actually gotten a ton of views, but he's talking about essentially – most of us, of course, more than we would care to admit, have maxed out a credit card. Maybe it was that one time in college, yada, yada. Regardless, maxing out a credit card is a gut-wrenching feeling of succumbing to the necessity of debt, which is a feeling most Americans in 2021 know all too well. So he's talking about not only are American people maxing out their credit cards. I mean, yeah. whether, no matter if you think we should have government programs, and he, he talks about this. I mean, we just spent a lot of fucking money. Where's that money come from? Just print it. Why does the government, okay, get to be in debt and I don't? I, I don't have an answer for that one. Yeah. I, I don't really think there is one. You know, Rex Rex hates President Biden uh, with a passion. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> um. I mean, let's just read this one sentence. President Joe Biden is running America like a broke college student maxing out their credit card. Of course, this should be of no surprise as Biden, whom has the fortitude of a toothpick, is being strung along into a spending spree by the reckless pressure cooker that is the United States Congress. 
filled with gems like AOC, Rashiba Tlaib, Chuck Schumer, and the Wicked Witch of Washington, Nancy, the Democratic Party is promoting their typical reckless spending agenda that has plagued this country since the mid-1990s. Fantastic. You know, he talked about, it was a, it was a quick and dirty post. Um, he talked about Janet Yellen, basically. She's talking about debt. She's talking about money. They're not putting Joe up to the mic, you know, circling back to Jen. What is it? Pasask? Is it Pasaki or is it Saki? Who the fuck cares? That's a great point. Uh, she straight up said last week, what did she say? Um, Didn't the White House say that they were purposefully like shielding Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Which we all knew. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to have them admit it was a nice feeling. Um, you know, this is ironic. The last part of his post is, don't believe me, have you been driving on the roads? Gas has nearly doubled since Biden took office in late January. Well, today's Wednesday. Yesterday, he texted. Yeah, he. So, uh, Rex moved to the south. Um, <laughs> he texted us yesterday, uh, the Gadsden crew, and said, I just drove to 11 gas stations and all of them were out of gas. Think about that. I, I don't know if that's crazier than toilet paper. <laughs> did, you see the, did you see the picture of that guy taking out, like, five or was it five gallon whatever gas cans yeah just oh loading yeah them in the back of his suv i saw a video of people filling grocery bags <laughs> i love how this do, how do they claim to go from there to i don't know they were probably like well shit i didn't think this all the way through who it's needs like, gas it's like always sunny right uh yeah yeah, it is. Rob McElhenry actually tweeted that this morning. He's like, I've seen this show before. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the economy is is everything Obama tried to do with stimulus checks back in the day, they just did in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have straight stagnated more than it has ever been before, the economy. Because, you, I mean, everyone knows, if, if, if you don't know this by now, you're living under a fucking rock, okay? You can make more money on unemployment right now than right. even an above minimum the wage job. Dumbest thing ever. How does that make sense? It doesn't. How, I, this is why minimum wage shouldn't exist. Because it gives too much of a measurement. Minimum wage creates inflation. That'd be a whole economic thing that I don't feel like getting into right now. Um, yes, the economy has been impacted by the coronavirus, but it's only getting worse. Um, depleted workforce, more taxes, spending spree is not going to end, and he hopes the credit line will be ending in 2022. Well, I hate to break Rex's heart, but Corona's not going away no. until 2023, and. The Dems are going to smoke 2022 because they have the systems in place to do it now. Yeah, what, 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 yeah, I mean, what were your thoughts on this? I mean, pretty much what I said, but was there anything else that stood out? No, I I just know uh, it, it talks about price of materials skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that's, I don't want to say affected me firsthand, but 
where I work, that's actually become a huge deal harder and yeah. harder. Um, it's just, it's killing the economy right now. Yeah. It, it, you know what it's doing is destroying small business even more. It, it's just promoting right. big business. Exactly. Amazon's numbers are off the charts right now. Mm-hmm. And all these retailers are off the charts. Um, they're all feeling pretty confident in e-commerce at the moment. Um, you know, you want to talk about lumber being, I think it's like three times the normal price. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there's no houses being built. If you are building a house, I mean, you're paying more than you should be by significant percentages. Right. Um, and that's just, kill, again, it's killing small business, which is, was always the goal was always the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could, you know, you could almost sum it up. I'm going to go ahead and just say this because Vic told us this earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> and it, this, it sums up this post pretty much. And it was, it just says, he said, if America was a $2 whore, Joe Biden would say, I'd fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd tax it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't really know where all the hell this money's going to come from. I just don't. You know, um, Vic said this in a previous episode. I think it was when the week you were off. I mean, about the New World Order. Like, do we just. It's the plan just to amass insane amounts of debt and then a new entity just take over. Yeah. I'm uh, that that seems pretty realistic to me. Well, and we talked about this at the after we were done shooting last week's podcast, but my Liberty or Death Part Three, I really talked about China mm-hmm. and how it makes like if Here's the thing. Everyone tries to call you conspiracy theorists. Connect the dots. Just start connecting them. Even if you're not dead on, you're not that far away. Okay? I promise you're not that far away. And I talked in Liberty or Death Part 3 about, you know, China was a third world country only 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then Bush Jr. came in. And swept China up and brought them with us. Well, the Bushes were, are, I mean, many times over multimillionaires, New World Order type. And you start to think about, okay, so why would China need to be successful? Well, let's take, let's circle back to World War II Two. with Japan. And we talked about this quote on here before, that the Japanese were worried if they were going to have to invade the United States because behind every blade of grass, an American has a gun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have, what is it? I don't remember what the percent is. Almost all the world's guns are owned by private citizens in the United States. That's amazing. Which is how it should be. And how, how are you going to take that down? Because the United States military is not because the military, the military, is in that group, okay? I mean, you want to figure, let's say at the very least, 
of the military would turn their guns the other way and start shooting the other way. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got 300 million people. Okay, what? 330 million. Okay, so now, okay, according to the election, 50% are against guns, but we all know that's not really true. So you're probably talking about 30% of the country is against guns, 70% of the country is pro-Second Amendment in some way, shape, or form. So you're talking, what, 270 million people are going to, you're going to somehow turn these people into puppets? No. You're going to invade with a billion people. There's, it's, it's the only, China has unrestricted all of their, you know, child limitations that they used to have. You know, you used to only be able to have child right now they're encouraging more yeah they're encouraging more yeah they're encouraging more one because the population got old because i mean if you have a billion people to replace a billion people you need a billion people right so the the population has gotten older and so death rate um outpaced for a while death rate outpaces in the united states now um not the case in China. So yeah, so they're trying to raise a military. Well, it takes, you know, 20, 30 years to raise a military. Mm-hmm. So we'll be almost, yeah, we'll be, we'll be getting up there about 60. And uh, our kids, our grandkids are going to have to, <sighs> you know, gun them down. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, <laughs> uh, I don't really see, I don't really see how I can be called a conspiracy theorist for going down that route. No. Yeah, well, I mean, were, yeah. I mean, there were a bunch of conspiracy, people called everyone conspiracy theories about COVID and look at where we are now. Yeah. Every prediction was true. Right. Oh, man. But kind of turning from this talk about what's going on in the world now yeah let's not talk about the united states let's talk about israel yeah um if you don't know um basically i i tried to just round about this uh there was sort of uh kind of a police unrest uh there was some stone throwing between the israeli peace police and the Palestinians, and kind of in retaliation, some groups in Gaza, uh, part of the part of the Hamas terrorist group, really. Um, Hamas. Hamas, sorry. Um, fired rockets into Israel in response. And I saw the video of the Iron Dome just turning those away, and that kind of <laughs> gave me, that kind of gave me a semi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I saw that and I was like, "That is one of the most badass things I've ever seen." Can you ex- can you explain what the Iron Dome is? <laughs> Not exactly. It's just <laughs> it's just an anti missile defense system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost as if Israel is literally covered by a shield. Yeah, and they're yeah. anti. Uh, yeah, their anti missile system is the elite of the world. Mm-hmm. 
And the Palestinian Israel history is extremely difficult to explain. Um, I, I don't even know if I can. Right. I mean, essentially, I mean, it stems back centuries. It's centuries, you know, to the Jews versus the Muslims, to the Crusades, mm-hmm. uh, from the, you know, the Templars, all that. But our modern situation is because the world moved in post World War II and gave the land to the Jews basically as a, I don't know how else to say it other than a, we're sorry sorry we didn't come help. Yeah. We're sorry. We're sorry we let Hitler kill 6 million of your people. Right. Uh, Well, ironically, the, you know, even though the UN is the one that did it, even though the United States helped do it, mm-hmm. um, the leftists typically align with the Palestine people, and the right often align with the Israelites. Right. Um, which I find strange, personally, but... Why is that? Why is what? Why do you find that strange? Um... so people on the right typically are evangelicals or christian right whatever you want to call it i don't know so you're you're talking about it's you think it's kind of odd because of the religious aspect of it yeah exactly i mean to me it makes sense why the palestinians want that land back like they're just kicked out yeah and even though that that land is throughout the Bible where God said, you know, the Jews were supposed to, to live, to be, this was the chosen land for them. Jesus erases that, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I, we've plugged it before. If you haven't watched The Chosen, whether you are a follower of Christ or not, I mean the historical truths and the um, basis of the religion of the faith are, are obvious. And we're what season two, episode three, they were all talking about all, all the disciples when Jesus wasn't around, we're talking about, um, well, I thought he was going to be a warrior. Right. And I thought he was going to lead us out from dealing with the Romans basically. And they just can't grasp the fact that that's not why Jesus came. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to um, the, the creation, you know. And we've talked about that, what was that, episode seven or eight? Um, Peace through the storm. And that's, I guess that's why I find it difficult. Is because if, if everyone on the right, mostly, is in the United States is Christian. Right. Well, why do we even care? That's where I'm at. I've thought that for a long time. Why the hell do I care? Like, this is their deal. Right. Like I get the Palestinians had the land. I get that the Jews, we like 
the world gave it to the Jews, and I get that throughout the Bible, it's mm-hmm. the Jews' land, but, like, Jesus told us, like, that's not the point. Yeah. I see what you're coming from. I don't know. I, I, I could go on this for an hour. No, I know. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe it's just from, I'll say my right-wing background, I just tend to just side with Israel. I don't know if well, that yeah. and now, uh, I mean, just because they're an ally, feels like sometimes our only ally. Yeah, that's um, valid. I don't know. One thing I, I, as I was reading through a lot of this stuff, was um, some of these senior Hamas leaders were recognizing Iran as one of the primary supporters of this all. Hundred percent. And. Some of this has to even do with like Biden lifting some of the sanctions from the Trump administration, and he didn't want to hold Iran responsible. But this is all to me. This is all Iran behind this. Hundred percent, absolutely. You know, I'll read this quote. Uh, I asked everyone for a quote. Only Justinian sent me one back. Um, he said Israel could end Palestine in a day if they wanted to. But they care too much about what the corrupt globalist United Nations and its Human Rights Council, which includes Iran, thinks of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. That's actually a great point. <laughs> um, I've seen a couple things even today about Israel's prepared to just lay the lumber in the Gaza Strip for <laughs> long-term peace. Um, yeah. He, he, that's a good point. They could really just end it, but they won't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's their own problem. I, I don't know why we're involved, personally. I I understand that. We don't have allies. Why would anybody want to be our ally? We control the planet at this point. That's why you would want to be an ally. But shouldn't everybody... Listen, for for 80 years now... Generally speaking, compared to the previous however many millennia, we've lived in peace as a, yeah. as a planet. Like I said, generally speaking. I just think of World War I, World War II. Centuries in the making. Technology finally let it happen. And I guess this kind of goes back to me not being a patriot USA or die lover anymore. Um, there's a part, there's a part of me that understands why Al Qaeda and why, um, ISIS hates us. Just, just turn on, just turn on movies. See all the dumbass pink rainbow bullshit that's out there. And they, and the libs want to defend these people, but what they don't understand is that these people hate them yeah like like if al-qaeda not even, not even just that the libs are americans but everything the libs stand for yeah everything they stand for everything they do everything they preach like muslims are not lgbt friendly no not at to all. say the least <laughs> whether they're from it? yeah and i'm not just talking about like isis I'm talking about like the religion as a whole are extremely, 
extremely by the book and extremely um, devoted. Oh, yeah. You know, it's all the bootstrap, bootlicker, conservative ass that makes everyone on the right hate Muslims. And Justinian and I talked about it. Why? Like, why? Why is everyone on the right always like preaching that the Muslims are the devil? Like, we're all worshiping the same person. If 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 anything, the Jews might be even further to evil than the Muslims. That's a hot take. <laughs> You're getting out there. Um... Yeah, I mean, this, you should probably reel me in a bit. Maybe we talk um, about the Iron Dome. Well, anyway, well, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> as we said, you know, Israel could end Palestine. Um, they responded with several airstrikes and started targeting some of the Hamas leaders. Um, I did see that they killed the one uh, Hamas like head dude. Was it? This must have been today, right? No, it was yesterday. Oh, I, I must have missed that one. Um, I saw this is I don't mean I didn't, shouldn't have laughed at this. Um, but <laughs> eight eight of the Palestinian casualties thus far, um, including a sixteen and a five year old, were actually the result of a Palestinian rocket that fell short. Oh man. Um. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy it, what what this could lead into. Doesn't it? Doesn't it just feel too calculated, though? Everything that happens in the world feels calculated now. Everything. It, COVID's ending, so now they've got to get something new out. Right. You know, another thing too about all this is some people just not having a backbone. Did like Andrew Yang tweeted out support for Israel, and then he had to walk it back because some of his staffers. Said he oversimplified the situation. Idiots. Like, why can't people think for themselves? Right. Why can't people have opinions? Um, I saw something that was comparing a tweet from the, oh, I think she's just a congresswoman from Minnesota, Omar, Ilan Omar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparing her to Ayat- Ayatollah Khomeini. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, the Iranian Supreme Leader basically calling everyone in Israel the evil people. And she said, may Allah awaken the people to all the evil doing of Israel. Um, and I don't, I don't mean to bring that into a religious aspect. I'm just yeah. talking about one of America's largest enemies, Iran. I mean, she's talking very similarly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, this all started for me. This, uh, I really tried to get into this after I saw videos of the Iron Dome. Um, <laughs> it just in the in the middle of the night sky, you just see all these all these rockets going into the sky and just taking out missiles that you can't even see. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it's wild. Think about it though; they are surrounded by Islamic countries. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on every side except for except for the Mediterranean. Yeah. They they really needed need the Iron Dome. Yeah, they do. I, I get it. Hey, listen. 
I did get a little out there, but but just don't don't just listen to what. But look, if you're listening to this, I highly doubt you're listening to any of the fucking commies on the left. But if you're on the right, don't just sit there and you know listen to Ben Shapiro or or you know Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz tell you what you should think because they know best. They're elitists, okay? And that's, again, I bring this up every week now. That's why we voted for Trump and not them. Right. Because Trump didn't feel like an elitist. He felt like an outcast of the billionaire crew. And he was. And that became obvious. I don't know. Just, I'm not against the Jews. No, that's a good point. Um, Like I said, I, I find myself leaning on the side of Israel. I do too. But I, I just think that's from 20 plus years of, I mean, that's just all I knew, you know? I think it's that. And I mean, in the end, if you want to get biblical, Jesus was a Jew. Yeah. So, and the Romans put above him on the cross, king of the Jews. Yeah. So, you can't, whether they go to heaven or not, I have absolutely no idea. No one does. I don't think think anyone on earth can answer that question for me. As it should be. Yeah. But, I mean, let's face it. The, and this is, is, I think, what my point is before we get into fuck the elites. I think the Muslims, the Jews, and the Christians, like, we all need to get together. Like, I think they, I, I, wow, we might be onto something. You know what? All I'm going to say is I think they want the three religions divided. Who's that? Will uh, the elites, the, the the New World Order, the, the cabal. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we can, that might be uh, some content that comes out soon. Tracing the history of, the modern history. I don't care about the old history. The modern history of uh, the divide. I think you see where I'm going with it. Yeah, I, I'm marking that down because that was a big thing that just came out of all this, I think. Yeah. But anyway, uh, switching gears to our, oh, favorite, yeah. our favorite segment of every, <laughs> of every podcast. Um, sometimes I take notes while I'm at work to prepare. I, 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 so I don't write it down and people see it. I just write F the E, but, you know, fuck the elites. You know, you get us started. Because I'm excited for this. Yeah, so... Make sure you give context behind the person. And you you can say her name. Uh, I don't think I want to. I think we said we would never say it on this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, probably two hours ago, mm-hmm. about, I got a message. I believe it was from Justinian on, yeah. on Twitter about some, this... Mike Cernovich tweeted, Demons Live Among Us, and it's uh, a link to a post about, oh boy, liberal, I'm just going to say Cunty Tegan, <laughs> sent death threats to underage girl on Twitter. And there's a report, uh, basically, when I think this girl's 26 now, but there's screenshots of these tweets from 10 years ago about her quote tweeting her, retweeting her, um, 
tagging her directly saying like my Friday fantasy you dirt nap mm, baby um <laughs> you know but the big thing about this was from this guy was you know she's not gonna she'll never face repercussions for this granted it was 10 years ago not not trying to take away from it but she would never be banned from twitter over something like this you know won't lose any sponsors um telling this this 16 year old to go to sleep forever um the ironic thing about all this is just recently she decided to leave twitter but she came back well yeah but but she left because of all the mean girls and talked about uh something in here isn't it? Uh, what can I say? Kids in online torture have made me a more, much more empathetic person. May you never be on the end of everyone hating you. That's directly from Cunty. <laughs> How old is Chrissy Teigen? You just said it. She's got to be in her forties. I don't know. She's it's thirty-five. Just, oh, looks fifty. Um. So anyway, we we. We have a lot of disdain for this person on this podcast. I hate Chrissy Teigen more than anybody on this earth. Yeah, uh, there you have it right there. But just the the irony behind all this and just, just fuck them because they, they think they can do all this. And right now they will get away with it. But, you know, judgment time will come. Judgment will come. Judgment day will come. Yeah. What do we have to say about that? About what? Fuck the elites. Yeah, that's what oh, I said. Fuck them. Sorry. Fuck the elites. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Listen, I've got three. Okay. That's why I wanted to. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. I wanted you to get into it. So first off, fuck Stacey Abrams. Okay. If you don't know, Stacey Abrams was in the Georgia Congress for like ten years. Ran for governor as a Dem and lost. And for some reason, I mean, she, if the Democrats could rebuild Mount Rushmore today, she'd be on it. And it is mind-blowing. And if you were wondering, and if you're not sure, yes, she is a black woman. She is apparently, apparently she's authored a bunch of books. That's cool. Uh, I'm an author. Well, one day I'll publish my book. Um, it's called Wild Justice Sleeps, um, Supreme Court, Justice Who Falls Into a Coma, Leaving the Court and Country in Turmoil. It reportedly tells the story of a young law clerk who's pulled into the spotlight when her boss falls ill. Great. Political thriller. Political thriller books are fun. Well, guess the fuck what? This book came out, what is this? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. And NBC has already said they are going to make a small screen adaptation of it. So a TV show already. That's it. That's all she had to do. She had to, she breathed. And they said, sign it up. I love it. Fuck them. Two. Gwyneth fucking Paltrow. Listen. I had no idea she was like batshit crazy until recently. Uh, this is funny. 
actually, the post. Uh, it's from The Guardian. I just and, saw the uh, headline. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow broke down and ate bread during quarantine. How did you surprise yourself? <sighs> Poppy Noor. I'm guessing her and I don't agree on a lot politically from The Guardian. But I'll bet she says, fuck the elites. Okay. Yeah. And the latest celebrity attempt to prove that they had it just as hard as normal people in the pandemic, Gwyneth Paltrow has admitted she was driven to extremes during quarantine. Days got dark. She admitted to drinking as many as two cocktails a night during lockdown. And even sometimes eating bread and pasta because she's, I don't fucking know, an anti-carb person. This is hilarious. Uh, Are you you sure this isn't the Babylon Bee? You're telling me. When I read it, I was like, wait, this is the Guardian? Um, yeah. I might have to actually subscribe to the Guardian after this. They might have sold me on just this one post. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else to say there, or what else there is to say about that. Drinking two cocktails a night and even sometimes eating bread and pasta. Yeah. Horror. <laughs> yeah. What a Fantastic. life. I feel so bad for fuck the elites. My last one here. Listen. Late night stand-up comedy, late night shows died when Jay Leno went off air. Okay? Yeah. And um, Jon Stewart. I know they're libs, but they were funny. Right. Yeah. I am more than willing to laugh at myself and to laugh at my political humor yeah i think it's some they can be funny at some points yeah these people are the most delusional self-righteous just losers i I don't really know what else to say late night shows are not fucking funny anymore I think Conan is funnier than all of them. And you know why? Because Conan doesn't talk about politics. Yeah. Anyways, Stephen Colbert. I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> Who do you hate more, him or Jimmy Kimmel? Ooh. Kimmel. Kimmel. Okay. Yeah, Kimmel. Kimmel. I think Satan is readying his body and then he's going to be a vessel. For the devil himself. That's just me. Um, Colbert tweeted, What's your alias for the former POTUS? Hashtag he sh- who shall not be named. Who Here's his three. He who shall be named. Oh. Sir Eats a Lot. Mayor McTreason. Kovefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefefef
so depressed that he's gone. Glenn Greenwald talked about that. I mean, well before they were like, he was like, why? Why do they? Why do they want him out of there? He made them rich. He was a man of the people. I I saw something about. I don't want to get in. I mean, CNN's ratings are (laughs) severely down from like the hours of six to midnight. Yeah. Um, I think MSNBC and Fox News are kind of staying steady, but CNN is down severely. Uh, Because MSNBC knows who their audience is. CNN wants to play to both sides. But 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 they don't know how. None of these people understand how Trump won. They still don't get it. I don't really know how, but they just don't get it. Right. So yeah, fuck Stephen Colbert. Okay. Listen, <laughs> if you get the chance, go tweet him and say, "He who shall be named, you're a clown ass motherfucker." <laughs> okay. So this last part here. Now that we're done, fuck the elites. I mean, this is kind of fuck the elites. Yeah, in a way. This this probably deserves its own episode at this point. You can probably guess where we stand on the whole Jeffrey Epstein killed himself thing. Um, this is, again, from The Guardian. Melinda Gates began divorce moves at time Bill's meetings with Jeffrey Epstein revealed. Melinda Gates had concerns about her husband's dealings with the convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein when she consulted lawyers to explore the option of divorcing the Microsoft billionaire Bill Gates in 2019. Or no, this, my bad. I take that back. That wasn't from The Guardian. This was originally from The Wall Street Journal that reported this. So, basically, Epstein, um, I mean, he's been in, in trouble for this for basically 10 years. He was in trouble for this for basically 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2013, Melinda said she, Melinda is said to have expressed unease at Bill's relationship with Epstein since at least 2013. Her meeting with divorce lawyers in October 2019 is said to have taken place at roughly the same time. As a New York Times article detailed Bill's meetings with Epstein, which included an overnight stay in Epstein's New York mansion. The article, which detailed Epstein's connections with the rich and powerful, said none of them compared in prestige and power to the then world's second richest person. He's number four now. What a bitch. And (laughs) intensely private luminary Bill Gates. And unlike many others, Mr. Gates started the relationship after after Mr. Epstein was convicted of sex crimes. That's a car. You fucking kidding me. The emphasis on after just changed so much there. Yeah. Yeah. There's photos of Trump standing next to him from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Keyword early 2000s. Right. Yeah, I mean, here it is. The journal, Wall Street Journal, said its sources claimed that Bill and Epstein first met in 2011, which was after he reached a deal with authorities and was sentenced to 13 months confinement for, for, soliciting, for soliciting prostitution from underage girls. 
in 2008. <laughs> this is funny. The conditions of that 2008 deal were a source of controversy 11 years later. When Epstein was charged with sex trafficking, found dead in a New York jail, he was deemed to have killed himself. <laughs> Doesn't say he was proven to have exactly. killed Exactly. Yeah. That's... I mean, if you look at Bill Gates, though, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, look at um, Les Wexner. I mean, this guy, Epstein, he must have just had a an intuition for, for, for sexual predators or something. He had to have. It's the elites. I, I mean... I mean, absolutely not to defend anything he did, 100%. But he, he, I mean, he had to have understood the mm-hmm. makeup and he had to have understood the psychology because he, he, nobody knows how he got rich. Well, he made Les Wexner a billionaire. Well, how did he do that? Because he was Les, Les Wexner's boy. Then he became all the billionaire's boy. And he started his career before he became who he was. He was out doing illegal criminal activities with, you know, stocks and bonds and fraud and started like three different businesses that were all investigated by the SEC. So the dude's a, he was a crook and, but he knew how to make money both appear and disappear. So I don't know. It's madness that this is good for Melinda. I mean, she's going to be the second richest woman in the world. Who's first? Um, So I thought it was Bezos' ex-wife, but it's not. It is Francis, Bentoncourt, Myers, the 67-year-old L'Oreal owner who inherited, whose inherited fortune is now worth $83 billion. Rich get richer. Always. Um, This is nuts. I mean, this article, I mean, the, the timing of it all, I mean, it just, it, based on everything I had seen recently, it just almost seemed like it was so sudden. But the fact that this was at least two years in the making, based on this mm-hmm. article, uh, maybe even longer than that, um, it's kind of crazy to think about. And exa- I mean, you're exactly right, good for Melinda. Um, so what I gather from this is like, basically (laughs) I mean do you read this as anything other than Bill likes little kids uh no I I read it as that and I read it as based on this article Melinda kind of standing up for what she knows is right yeah and you're telling me Epstein hung himself yeah the guy who he he recorded everything where are the tapes um how long was he he was charged with sex trafficking how long was he sentenced for this last time like in 2019 yeah before i don't i don't think he'd even gone to like grand jury yet oh okay i i was just curious i mean because he'd already spent time before he he got a lesser sentence like this says of 13 months or whatever it was confinement of a rich ass bitch gets 13 months confinement 
So you're going to lock him in his house where he already did all these things. Right. Yeah, just checking. Carry on. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. this You're telling me this guy was going to... He was facing charges and he was... <laughs> Something he's already pretty much faced before, and he was gonna just end himself because he couldn't take it. No, not a no chance. way. He no knew fucking way. Too much. It, it, you know why the Dems want it swept away? Because they were safe, except for old William Clinton. Old Bill just couldn't stop, so he went to Epstein's Island. Aren't their flight logs of that now, too? Yeah. We haven't heard anything about uh, his accomplice, girlfriend, whatever the hell she was. I don't even know what she was. What was her name? I forgot about her. Uh, Giselle Maxwell? Oh, Ghislaine. 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 Yeah. Uh, I saw something recently. There was, like, a picture of her in prison, and she had, like, a black eye. But that's <laughs> that's all I've heard since then. How isn't she dead? Uh... I think it would look too <laughs> obvious. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of deal going on um, in exchange for her not talking. Yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to make everybody aware that uh, this happened. Um, I, yeah, this was, this is eye opening. Uh, <laughs> Based on some conspiracy theories I have dug into, it's not certainly not surprising to me, but um, it's good to see. I mean, it's not good to see stuff like this is happening, but it's good to see that stuff like this is getting out there to the public. Well, it's just curious. Is it stuff we've talked about, or what are these conspiracy theories you're talking about? It's stuff we've talked about. Okay. Uh, before we started the, the Whiskey Rebellion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one last thought on, on old Jeffy. How is it possible that the tape quit recording, that there were no guards at the very time he hung himself? It's amazing, uh, isn't it? <laughs> and then they paint all of us <laughs> Yeah, we're as crazy. Great. Yeah. We're insane to have even thought that. You know, everyone forgets. Well, not many people know that John Wilkes Booth was just the front of an entire conspiracy to like overthrow the United States government. Yeah, he was I mean, the only, he was the only successful one. Yeah, I read um, "Killing Lincoln" by Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, which I didn't know a lot of that, but. From that, I learned that it was, it was not just Booth. No, no. I, I mean, and you're, you're trying to tell me that that was 1865. There were the only electronic, it's not even an electronic, was a camera. Like that was the, the camera was the most advanced thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And now we have... I mean, we're talking through podcast USB microphones, you know, a hundred miles away from each other. Yeah. With laptops, phones, all kinds of shit. Uh-huh. And 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 but but there's no stuff like that anymore. Kiss 
my big white ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I we, we could go back and forth on that all day. Uh, yeah. So don't forget, Bill Gates likes likes little kids. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's boys or girls. I don't know. Uh, prefer not to think about that. That's true. But um, uh, this was another good another good day for us. I think. Um, as always, I enjoy. <laughs> as always, I enjoy the back and forth between the both of us. Um, well, you know, I told you it was going to be chaos. It definitely was. Uh, <laughs> you had some hot takes tonight. I think you walk you walk back a little bit of them, but I, no, I don't walk them back. I just want people to see. Just think about it differently. Whether it's true or not, right? You can figure that out if it's true or not, and just like search and discover for yourself. Don't don't listen to these people. Don't look. Don't, look just because it's in a fucking book doesn't mean shit. Books. I mean, they're trying to rewrite both American history, both they're trying to rewrite American history that is both modern and old. Like America is, has a dark past. And that's why I've played devil's advocate on America so hard, you know, these last 13 episodes and, and, and in my post on the guys at press, but there is no doubt that this is the world's most advanced most opportunistic and most free country that has ever existed. And if we don't stop these people, if we don't think for ourselves, whether or not the country, you know, gets divorced, I don't even think, I think that's kind of a given at this point, but who's to say that we'll get what we want when that happens. The Dems don't want to let you go. The left is not want to let you go because they just like Publius wrote, they know best. They want to max out that credit card, like Rex said. They want to tax us. They and not 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 even just financially, but emotionally, physically, you know, in our relationships. They want that stress to just make us bend because the further we bend, the less and less we'll try to stand up to tyranny and oppression. I feel like that should go in history books right there. That was <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, next week we're going to have to, next week, I don't know, whether it's a, a post, probably have to do a series on it. Um, I mean, why, why are the world's three largest religions? I, count, I don't count Catholics as Christians, FYI. If you're Catholic, I'm sorry, but I just can't. Um, why are the world's three of the four largest, you know, religions at odds with each other? So I guess four out of four. I mean, Catholics and non-denominationals are not in the same realm. I don't think. Um, I think it goes back to a lot about what we've talked about. But I already had one, you know, Gettysburg address tonight. Listen, y'all know it. Okay. And it's my favorite thing. I say once a week. Buy them guns. Both ARs, you know, get pistols for both hips. Buy ammo if you need nine mil. Gives a shout. Gets in arms. 
and uh, just like, just like JF motherfucking K said, fuck the elites, fuck these secret societies, and fuck the system. Yep. Uh, best words of the podcast right there you just heard you heard it here first you heard it here again <laughs> every week just replay it <laughs> and as always may the gas and fly forever <laughs>